You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me, Laura Bellata, date coach and matchmaker from singleinthecity.ca on the Dating and Relationship Show tonight and every Sunday night right here on AM 640. And my co-host, Sandra Carusi, is here from Hello. Inside Jokes. So a study from Statistics Canada and Huffington Post show that the divorce rate is climbing with four in 10 first marriages ending in divorce today. If you think that sexual infidelity is the leading cause of divorce, well, you are mistaken. Over 100 relationship experts were polled to see what they say are the top reasons married couples decide to split. And believe it or not, communication problems come out on top as a number one reason marriages fail. So we brought relationship and marriage counseling expert Lauren Millman in today to discuss and teach us how to communicate effectively in relationships. Welcome, Lauren. Evening. Thanks for coming in again to chat with us. Thanks for having me. So first of all, do you agree with that study? This study is uh, pretty valid. It's uh, just less than four and a half out of 10 relationships uh, that end in separation. I thought it was five out of 10. I know you'd think that it would be a little bit higher. Um, So when when we're reading um, polls and Stats Canada, we always have to be mindful of where the information comes from because there's always extra information that we don't know about. But um, for all intents and purposes, it it is four out of 10 marriages that end in divorce. Um, Interestingly enough, based on Stats Canada in 2011, um, more men are remarrying than women. So remarriage is is in the cards. Um, That's interesting. That is interesting. I would have thought it was the other way around. No, I think I what I have found, men need someone more. Yeah, but a women lot of, are more independent. Yeah, but you hear from women often that are online dating saying that they can't get these guys to commit, that all they that, want is that, sex. That, that well, is the true. ones on the online sites for sure, I would imagine. Well, we're not arguing with Stats Canada okay, today. Okay, let's not yeah. argue okay. with them. Um, so, so <laughs> keep us in line, Lauren. <laughs> but we're going to have them on the show, and we'll argue with them all day. <laughs> we could argue with them all day. <laughs> um, so there, there's, there's water that holds in that, um, in that statement. Marriage rates are constantly fluctuating, and the traditional family portrait is definitely changing. Um, there are lots of reasons why marriages fail. Based on communication, for the most part, but there's lots of things within that umbrella of communication um, that attribute to why marriages fail. Uh, so sometimes we're talking about uh, socioeconomic reasons. Sometimes we are not made aware of you know what what somebody is bringing or not bringing into the relationship, or we're misled. Um, age at time of of wedding. Uh, or uh, agreement upon the partnership. Uh, when we talk about um, uh, common law marriages uh, or health reasons. So at the end of the day, communication is really, really, really important. What do you mean by health reasons? Um, I think that, you know, sometimes in, in my practice, I've experienced marriages that are failing because it comes to the fore that there are certain health issues that weren't disclosed at the very beginning. Um, and these can be very difficult and challenging issues for people to to deal with. Certainly, um, uh, 
Like mental health Things issues like men, men, mental health or uh, inherited diseases and, and whatnot. So that's come across my sofa in my practice. Um, but some people bit, aren't aware that they're suffering from a mental disease. Some people are, are not aware. Um, again, it brings us back to communication. At the end of the day, the, the big takeaway here is communication. We need to be open and create a trusting relationship so that both parties feel as though um, they can share their most intimate fears and anxieties and have good, good communication. Do you think it's healthy to argue in a relationship? Arguing is very healthy. I worry when there's no arguing. Really? Yes. Yes. Well, we become, you know, complacent, I think, when we don't argue. I think that sometimes what's not said is often louder than mm-hmm. what is being said. Mm-hmm. Um, and I notice that we're going to be talking about complacency and, and just... We sure you know, are. ...not <laughs> bothering to respond anymore. Um, but, you know, it's healthy. It's like, it's like worry or anger. It indicates that something is bothering you. However, there are good ways and bad ways to argue and to communicate. And what are some of those good and bad ways, Lauren? So we we want to make sure that when we are having um, a conversation with somebody, that it doesn't turn into an argument, that you know we're not in combat with each other. So uh, we need to go in knowing exactly how we're going to maintain our persona going and so that we can have a conversation so that doesn't become... Uh, a, a heated argument. Um, can it be a heated debate? Yes, uh, but we don't want to get into an argument where we're we're battling each other, where we're uh, busting knuckles with each other, because then it just becomes a battle of wits. So I think it's important to number one going in to agree on how we're going to go into um, having disagreements. I don't like the word argument because it's so negative, but how we're going to have disagreements and how we're going to um, how we're going to journey through the disagreement. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with that and communication styles and how to communicate effectively. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. And we're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca. We have a marriage counselor expert, Lauren Millman, in today and my co-host, Santa Carusi. And we're talking about how to communicate effectively in relationships. Um, now, the odds are pretty high that you and your partner communicate differently. Sometimes it may seem like you speak two different languages. Hmm, I think we all uh, have experience with that. But did you know that you and your partner can communicate differently and still have a healthy and happy relationship? Right, Lauren? Absolutely. Yep. So in this segment, we're going to explore the different communication styles, how they affect relationships, and Lauren will help us out by offering calming and listening strategies for each. Okay, so first one, let's start with the first one, Lauren. Okay, so calming and listening strategies, is the, the, these are key fundamentals for when you're, you're in any kind of conversation uh, with anybody, let alone when we're communicating differently and we're not on the same page. Uh, so 
for starters, it's important to know how you're going into any kind of communication. Committing to the commitment of being calm is so important. And it's so hard, though, in the heat of the moment to be calm. For sure it's really calm. But, you know, if you let go of of your calmness you're giving the other person to get to let go of theirs Mm -hmm. and then we've got a heated argument so somebody's got to maintain the commitment to the commitment somebody's got to lead by example um and not not fuel the fire if you will well how you know what like in that instance where someone's just poking at you and poking at you and you're like okay can you just like leave me alone with that and then they're poking at you and poking at you so and then eventually you're just like leave me alone so at that point you want to disengage you know, when you feel as though you're you're spinning in circles and, you know, it's not going anywhere uh, and there's a lot of poking and prodding and it's becoming re- really irritable for you to carry on a conversation, that's when you want to say, hey, listen, we're not accomplishing anything here because the first aspect of communication is effective communication. If if nobody's doing anything effectively, we're going down a really bad road. So my suggestion at that point is to disengage. It's completely fine to walk away. Walk away. Um, mind your words, mind your affect, mind your tone, and just say, you know, listen, I really don't think that this is beneficial for either of us. Let's take a break. And the break can be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour or two hours, you know, just depending on what but, you need. But some, the other person may not want to take a break. Maybe they're like fully invested and want this resolved. And I think that's tough too, because it takes two people to argue effectively or debate. Ab- absolutely. But if you're, if you're butting heads, yeah. if the other person just isn't getting it, yes, somebody has to retract. Somebody has yeah. to say, hey, it's tea time. Let's just take a, a short time out. For sure. You know, bathroom breaks are great, you know. Hold your thought. Let me just run to the bathroom. Serves two purposes. Um, it allows everybody's sympathetic nervous system to come down a bit so that we can regroup. Because when we're reactive and we're hot, uh, we're not thinking clearly. So that bathroom break is great because everybody can come down and uh, we can reground and go back into the conversation after two or three minutes uh, with a clearer head and, and more calm. So let's talk about some of the communication styles. Okay. So we've got um, five communication styles. We've got assertive, aggressive, passive, submissive, and manipulative. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I think the best one out of all of them is probably the assertive style, which is a, uh, a core communication skill. I think it's really important to have some assertion um, a- about who you are because if you don't ask, you don't get. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the assertive style uh, can be a more respectful style. Um, aggressive tends to really not take anybody else's feelings into consideration. So we want to be very careful about being aggressive about who we're aggressive with and, and how aggressive we are. We want to match styles with the other person because we don't want to be left in the wind, but we don't want to be too overbearing and insensitive either. Passive is not speaking up for much of anything. This this can be very dangerous because, again, if you don't ask, you don't get. And uh Certainly submissive is another one. Um, I I want everybody speaking up. I want everybody to feel comfortable about asking for things, no matter how scary. And these are things that we can practice. And then, of course, there's uh, the manipulative style, which um, really just sort of speaks to um, passive-aggressive communication style. And it's really not 
not very positive for anybody, sort of people sneaking around, not really having much mind for uh, consequences and, and uh, being a bull in a china shop, if you mm-hmm. will. So we want to concentrate on uh, sort of, you know, an even-keeled way of communicating, and we can get into that by being calm. No name calling. No, no, <laughs> no name calling. Name calling is really sure. horrible. For sure. Yeah. Well, once that, but I feel like once that starts in a relationship, right. there's no going back. No. That's right. How do you go I back agree. from that? Well, so that's when, you know, you have to, I, I, you know, I guess put your, your big person hat on and say, hey, listen, you know, I, I'm not going there. I, I can't get anywhere with you in this conversation when there's name calling. I understand that you're angry. And that's, that's the second thing I was going to say was acknowledge and validate. There's no effective communication if we're not acknowledging and validating, which is the core of being human. We all want to feel connected. Yeah, and I think also the key of the whole this whole show is what Laura just said is like, how can you go back to that? You have to go back to this relationship. So you have to make this little trip up or this situation you're in as effective as possible. And you can't make certain mistakes like name calling or some or, other. Or putting your hands on the other person. Okay, no touching for sure. That's out. We're going to come back to this, okay? Okay. We're going to take a break. Please stay with us. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. And we're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640 with uh, marriage counselor, expert, Lauren Millman. She's here with us today. And Sandra Cruci from Inside Jokes. And we're talking about communication styles. Um, and we can continue with that conversation. Lauren? Okay. So we were talking about name calling and mm-hmm. we were before the break. And we were talking about when things get physical. Right. Okay. When things get physical, that's really serious. And there's a presumed two-way street out there where sometimes we think it's it's not okay for men to hit, but it's okay for women to hit. It's no, not it's okay. it's not okay. No, never, it's not okay. Yeah, it's, it's not okay, okay for anyone to hit. Um, and when things start to get physical, that's when, you know, you're, 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 the light bulb needs to go off and somebody needs to disengage. There's no reason for an argument or a disagreement or a conversation, for that matter, to get physical. Okay, so when we get physical, it's our it's it's the another way of expressing our frustration, our anger, our inability to properly express ourselves to find the words. Um, is it is it a natural expression? I suppose it's natural in the sense that we do need an outlet to to vent our anger, but never unto or onto anybody um go hit a pillow go go throw something and break it if you need to get that physicality out uh but there's we're hands off when we're talking um about uh, when people start getting abusive in relationships so is there ever can you come back from that have you seen that i have i have it's difficult for sure um and kudos to, you know, the couple that is able to do that. Um, certainly, it's uh, 
It's doable. I, I think that it's very important to have a conversation about what happened. You have to come back to how did we get here? How mm. did it come to this? And and understand and learn about your triggers and understand and, and learn about their triggers and be very aware that these triggers is, exist um, and to make sure that you're setting your environment up for success so that the propensity to become aggressive either becomes non-existent or there are measures to displace it. The easiest measure, again, is for for one or the other to say, we need to take a break because this is escalating, um, or to have you know, some other physical outlet where we can stop talking and maybe go work out, go take, That's go for idea. go for a run, go Hate for a sex. walk. Oh. oh, well, yes. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> I never understood that. I don't understand um, that either. Angry. I, the, what I said, I said the, hate sex, but I think it's the term is angry sex. Angry is it? sex. <laughs> I don't get that, but people talk about that and I just kind of like, is that a different show? What it's almost we, like people want to yeah. have a fight or an argument so that they can have good makeup sex. That's it. Makeup sex. That's what it's called. No, no, it's different. Makeup sex is different than the angry sex. Okay. <laughs> Lauren, as long, as long what as, do you think? Uh, listen, at the end of the day, as long as you resolve the issues, right? So it comes back to communication. Mm -hmm. We've got to come back and talk about that's how the, cu some couples communicate for sure absolutely yeah. but and we we do we have to come back and talk about you know how did we get here what were the steps that brought us to this point mm -hmm. and make sure that we don't go back so somebody has to be the it person you know to say okay so when things get heightened to this point we need to do this or when things get heightened to that point we mm -hmm. we need to do that that's it that's good plan for a fight so like <laughs> this is how we're going to fight next time and just kind of post, I don't know, is that crazy? No, it's not. In fact, I, I talk to a lot of couples. You know, listen, it's like wanting to stay in a relationship after, you know, stuff is Infidelity or something, yeah. You have to figure out. You have to understand, really understand why you want to be in this relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's really important to make a list. I'm, I'm big into writing things down. Because without writing things down, it's all pie in the sky. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. like that list of things that we have to do in our head. It seems so overwhelming when it's in our head. But when we write it down, oh, okay, you know, I, I get that and I can do that there and I can do that. I, I would love to see a guy in the middle of an argument with his wife go, hang on, honey, and go to the cork board in the kitchen and go, wait a <laughs> sec, what's that communication thing I should remember? <laughs> So said no guy ever said no guy ever. However, what what you can do is I don't care how you do it, you know, with a chalkboard or sticky notes, write out, yeah. uh, sit down over wine. Legit. Legit. Write, write yeah. out how you guys are going to communicate. Yes. And when there's or over coffee, because sometimes over you get yes, heated absolutely. when you start drinking. Absolutely. Or over coffee or <laughs> after sex or yeah. during sex. So I, you know, you may know your own communication style and, yes. and what you're receptive to, but how can we figure out what our partner is receptive to? So I love this question. There's a great book by Gary Chapman called... The Love Languages. Yes. The I Five know. Languages of I wrote love. about that in my book. Hmm. And what's your book called, Laura? Single in the City. Thank you. There we go. Available on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so it's important to understand what your partner responds to. What mm. kinds of things your partner responds to. It's also important to understand 
what you respond to so that you can communicate that to your partner because we all think that they already know that inherently Mm -hmm. they know nobody knows anything it's all guesswork unless somebody steps up to the fore and says hey listen you know what this works for me and this doesn't work for me and this is what I need and this is what I really don't need and the five love love languages are words of affirmation yes acts of service Mm -hmm. receiving gifts quality time and physical touch exactly and and some of us fit into one or two categories and some of us fit into all different categories i think in this in this instance it's important to just sort of play with them all and get to know them all and we got to take a break okay we'll come right back you're listening to the dating and relationship show on talk radio am 640 listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. We're talking about communicating effectively in relationships right here on the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm Laura Bellotta. We have relationship and marriage counselor, expert Lauren Millman with us today, and my co-host, Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes. And we're talking about communication styles. Now, Communication is a two-way street. It's about speaking, but it's also about listening. What can you tell us about this element of communication in a relationship, Lauren? Okay, I love this question because so many of us think that listening and hearing are the same thing. So when we're, we're in a conversation with somebody, we're listening. But are we actually hearing what they're saying? Is it registering? Yeah. And if you think about it, like when I think about when I argue with someone um, or past boyfriends or a current, and, and, and that's something that gets me ticked off in the moment because I'm just like, you're not listening to me. Like, right. just listen to what I'm saying to you. Right. You know? So often we get caught up in our own thoughts and we're so hell bent on getting our own thoughts out because, as I mentioned before, at the crux of humanity, we all, we all need to be connected. It's that connectedness that that gives us our viability, that makes us feel wanted and acknowledged and validated. And, and those, are the, those are the three things that we need to remember when we're in communication is that um, we want to feel connected, we want to be validated, and we want to be acknowledged. So when we're, when we're listening, we, all, we also have to be hearing. And so what does that mean? It means one person is talking and the other person isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and this takes a lot of practice because everybody wants to get a word in edgewise. Um, but it's it, it, it makes the conversation last a whole lot longer. What you can do when the other person is talking is be an active listener. So acknowledge and validate actively I understand what you're saying you might want to say or you might want to check in and say so okay let me understand that this bothers you and this is how you feel so you want to be continuously acknowledging and validating what the other person is saying and I think that's an issue that women have with men sometimes because women want to feel empathy 
where men just want to solve the problem, where you tell them something yeah. and you want them to be a little bit more empathetic, but then he's just like, well, this is what you need to do and this is how you need to fix it. And then, and then, and you're like, I'm not asking that. I just want, you know, I'm just trying to tell you, I don't need you to fix the problem for me. Right. right? So there's, there's a lot of women too that are, you know, Ms. and Mrs. Fix-its. Um, I think, you know, it's really important to be preemptive and to let your partner know or, or your friend or your boss or your coworker, whoever it is, where you're coming Laura. from <laughs> so that they know that, that you just need to vent or so that they know that you don't want them to fix it. You just, you need to just get this out. You, you need it here. Or you, you do want their advice and let them know. And another issue too is like in, when women are, you know, it's that time of the month. You know, sometimes our hormones are going and, you know, things might irritate us. And the guy doesn't understand that because we're not telling them that's the reason why, you know, we're a little sure. irritated. For sure. And then it, it creates this like blow up. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're right. We could, I could have communicated that to him. True. For sure. And, and it, he would it's understood a little better. It's scary, you know, being so upfront and sharing things like that. But I, I think it's important to be fair, not just to the other person, but to be fair to you so that, you know, neither of you are drawn into dissension and acrimony when there's really no good reason. Yeah. There's never any good reason for it, but um, there's there's no good basis for it. We just need to communicate a little bit better and a little bit more. Now, how about other than speaking to your partner, are there any other healthy ways to communicate with them? Absolutely. You're going to say sex? Um, we, yes. Using your body. We, you can, you can use your body for sure. Some people aren't responsive though, you know, to that. So going back to the five languages of love, <laughs> um, and sometimes, you know what, listen, we're, when we're in the heat of the moment or we're upset, we don't want to be touched. We don't want that hug. Um, and so think, you know, it's again, very important to understand what your partner needs in those moments and what works for them. And they need to understand what works for you. So again, is it acknowledgement? Is it space? Is it time? Is it a hug? Um, is it an I'm sorry? You know, just understanding, you know, how each other works in those in those moments is really important, really key. Okay, now what if a couple can't get on the same page with a big issue? Like, I mean, they house, keep like yeah, buying a house or, or yeah, or, you know, when it comes kids. to situations yeah. with the kids and they just can't get on the same page. Right. What do you suggest for them? Okay. So I'm, I'm always suggesting, you know, at the end of the day, if you, you can't talk it out, you're, you're not getting anywhere to write it out. I'm very big on writing simply because things are pie in the sky when they're in our heads and we're, we're trying to you know, organize things. If we write things down, oftentimes the pathway to seeing um, a good result is more obvious. And sometimes even we realize after writing stuff down that how often will guys write stuff down? <laughs> um, listen, <laughs> if you're if you're really invested, I think in solving the issue, why can't guys write it down? Why do we have to be gender specific here? I have lots of men coming into my practice for various reasons, and I'm always sending them away. Hands down, no matter what they're coming in for, write it down, write it down. We need to be able to see you know, what, what the issues are, and we can better 
more clearly see them when they're on paper. And oftentimes seeing them on paper, we realize it's not a big issue after all. We're going to come back to this. We're talking about how to communicate effectively in relationships right here on AM640. We'll be back. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. Hello, you're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm Laura Bellata. We have relationship and marriage counselor expert Lauren Millman with us today. And we have Santa Cruzy from Inside Jokes also here. We're talking about how to communicate effectively in relationships. And uh, I want to just, um, you know, mention some situations, Lauren, that you, you might be able to comment on. Mm-hmm. So what if one partner is a hothead, you know, very stubborn, has a short temper and lashes out often uh, and causes an argument? What advice do you have for individuals and couples facing this sort of situation? So that I'm- person needs to get help, right? Needs to go to anger management, maybe. That's well, what if, I would suggest. <laughs> for sure. If if it's bad enough and there's physical aggression or there's uh, a lot of verbal abuse, I would definitely... Well, I just... I, I And I'm thinking of somebody specifically that I know. Of mm-hmm. course, I can't mention names. But every time you, you just... You try to talk to them, like, they just... They're short-tempered and it's like you can't get a word in edgewise and it's always like it's their way or no way or, you know, or hit the highway So that's defense mechanism at the end of the day. Right. Um, generally speaking, you know, we're all carrying around a lot of baggage. Um, and when we have somebody who is constantly uh, in reactive mode uh, and who is responding in that way, I think that there are a lot of unresolved issues. And this is where, you know, uh, ego comes in and the anger comes in. So definitely asking for some help to, you know, resolve some of those reasons why they're feeling so angry is probably uh, prudent in a good decision um, on their behalf to make. But I also also think it's very important for them to be aware of, you know, how they respond. And so at some point in a very nice way, and timing is everything, um, to perhaps, you know, let them know that um, they are hot-headed and that you would like to help them address this so that in the future you can have more effective communication and then you can talk further about, you know, how that's going to look and how that's going to work. And how about if one partner is always threatening to break up with the other partner? How can that affect the relationship? That's happened to me before. Listen, (laughs) I, I, I don't know anybody who hasn't spewed nastiness when when they're angry I I think that we're wired to do that again it's it's a way of expressing how we feel in the moment um, and yet it may not be really how we feel so again I think it's important to understand um, how you react when you're upset and angry and how your partner reacts and gets upset uh, and to give them the space to behave in that way, knowing that they don't really mean it, knowing that they're this is just how they're feeling in the moment. You can come back to having but this discussion. Be, but I can see it's damaging when it keeps happening. You so know? This every is, time you have a fight, someone's like, well, I'm leaving. Okay, yeah, well then, you know, cool. and then it's just like, well, then leave. Like, there's yeah. a door. See you right. later. Okay, so this how is, do you want me to, you know, react to that? Right, so this is what I was just going to um, address. So when it keeps, when it keeps, ha- you have to understand 
when it keeps happening time and time and time again, there comes a point in the relationship where you're going to go to that other person and say, listen, when this happens, this always happens. Is this how you really feel? There's only so much of that someone can take. So I think it's important to understand you know, if there's a, a pattern of reactivity here and this is just how they behave in the moment and perhaps that can be worked on or if really this is how they feel and they're staying for other reasons. It begs it begs for conversation on either end. Again, at the end of the day, there's only so much someone can take to the point where you're throwing your hands up in the air and saying, okay, so fine, leave. But there are reasons why the other person is behaving the way they're behaving. And how can we deal with a jealous partner? You have a partner, no matter what you do, they don't believe you. They just, and you're, you're basically not really doing anything wrong, but. That's um, a big one. That's a big, big one. That's a, that's a big I one. I see that Th- often. There, listen, there are lots of couples who are going through that and experiencing that. Again, it's really important to share your feelings. These behaviors don't come from anywhere. Every single behavior, it's a symptom. It comes from, it's reactive. It comes from somewhere. Uh, Do you suggest counseling uh, as a, like, two people together or, you know, the person who's jealous uh, seeks counseling on their own? I think it's important to understand why you're feeling so jealous. Um, and if you can't work that out on your own or with your partner, that, yes, that is the point at which you would seek counseling on your own to work through that. And then I would suggest bringing in your, your partner, husband and wife and working on it together. So now I want to talk about arguing effectively. So how can we succeed at arguing to get what we want? That's the big question of the day, isn't Yay, it? Ding, Yay. Ding, 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 ding. So we all want to win the argument. But it's not a true win-win. I I think that at the end of the day, it has to be a give-give. And we have to hear each other uh, and acknowledge each other and validate each other because both people want something out of of the argument, out of the conversation. Uh, So how do we get what we want at the end of the day? We need to go in calm. We need to go in committing to the commitment of staying calm of acknowledging, of validating, uh, making sure the other person feels heard, um, and then expressing how we feel all the while, acknowledge and validate, acknowledge and validate. And that propels the conversation, or the argument rather, into conversation so that at the end of it, um, both people get what they want, and it is a feel-good situation on both sides. I I have felt heard, um, and I feel connected, and I know that you understand what I'm looking for, and the other person feels the same way. How about giving in sometimes and, co- and compromising? I think that's fabulous. Listen, th- the essence of any relationship is about compromise. Um, it's about picking your battles. Most battles aren't worth battling at the end of the day. Um, but if you have to go into a battle, definitely compromise is going to be your best friend. Hopefully there's some mutual respect and and again it'll be win-win we will be right back you're listening to the dating and relationship show on talk radio am 640 
You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's tip I'm calling Know What You Want and Get It. Although the media today is talking about a market downturn, good properties are selling fast with interest from multiple buyers. In fact, I just experienced an offer night with seven bidders. So make sure you do your research, know what you want and can afford, know what good value is, and strategize with your realtor to get it. Call or email me today to do it. I can help you. They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now, back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. Thanks for tuning in and staying with us today. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm Laura Bellata of singleinthecity.ca. We have relationship and marriage counselor, expert Lauren Millman with us today. Thanks, Lauren. You're awesome. Thanks, Lauren. And uh, we have Santa Cruz as well from Inside Jokes here. And we're talking about how to communicate effectively in relationships. And we were talking about arguing effectively before the break. So uh, Lauren, just to continue on that, what advice can you offer couples who never argue anymore because they seem to no longer care about communicating mm-hmm. with each other? It's all over. It's just like, okay, I'm done. So let's just not talk. Not we're done. We're done. At that point, I would you know say to that couple, it's probably time to go straight to seeking some professional help. I think more people should seek help. I think everybody mm-hmm. should seek help. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's there's no perfect relationship. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. And the stigma around asking for help now is diminishing because. There's more awareness about uh, about it being okay to have issues within relationships and within your family. It's scary to ask for help, it, you know, and, and it's also very difficult to deal well, with the emotional. The irony is the alternative is scarier because the, the dissipation of the relationship is what will happen. Listen. And if people aren't arguing anymore, that means they're not communicating and it's cyanara. Divorce and separation are expensive, they're painful oh, yes. and they're more emotionally painful Check. than staying in the relationship and and making it work. And what I've found in the past, quite frequently, in fact, um, is is that a lot of couples, you know, fall into ruts of behavior. Um, they still love each other, but because of the ruts of behavior that they've fallen into, um, we lose that connective tissue we lose the feelings that we had you know when we first met or before we had kids or before the going got rough uh so it's really important you know to keep keep the relationship alive and fresh and communicative and keep that bond there and there's lots of ways to do that whether you're in mend and repair or you're in maintenance mode and Lauren, I'm a big, big advocate of the grass is not greener on the other side. So what can you say about that? The grass is not greener on the other side. And in fact, in my book, my entire chapter is about... What is your book? About? My book is Hashtag Love, A New Generation of Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, we think the grass is greener. We're in a society of immediate gratification. And it, it's become very, very easy to say, okay, I'm done. I'm out. And 
go seek something better. You're just going to inherit somebody else's problems. We do mm. inherit. <laughs> and we also come with our own baggage that right. was never resolved. Um, I always say, try watering the grass just a little bit on your side. You know, step away from the situation. Take a good look at, at the relationship and what you're doing and what you're not doing in the relationship. The first place we need to look is within ourselves. Before we start pointing fingers at someone else is look to ourselves because there's always things that, you know, we're not doing to the best of our ability. Um, and we need to... There's always two sides to the there's story. There's always two sides to the story. Right. We we have to start with us first. Yeah, and not... and. Stop pointing the finger Stop at pointing others. The finger. Stop pointing the finger first. Well, thank you so much, uh, Lauren, for giving us your advice on this topic and for coming in to speak with us today. Pleasure. I hope everyone at home can use your tips and tricks to communicate better with their partner or spouse and rekindle the love. If you feel that your relationship is worth saving, please seek counseling. Lauren uh, may be what your relationship needs. You can reach out to Lauren by visiting her website, laurenmillman.com. And Sandra Carusi, you can find her on Inside Jokes. Uh, Her show airs 8 p.m. right here on AM640, just before this show. And also, I'm having a singles dance October 21st for ages 30 plus at the Riverside Ballroom in Toronto. For a chance to win tickets for two, please visit our Facebook page, Dating and Relationship Show for contest rules, or you can visit singleinthecity.ca for tickets and more information. Have a great week, everybody. Ciao for now.